Evangelist Robin Sherrod. Grace and peace be unto you and welcome to Empower Living with Evangelist Robin Sherrod. I am so glad that you have decided to join us today because here at Empowered Living, we add value to your life as we point you to Jesus Christ. Our mandate here at Empowered Living is that we look at the benefits and not the barriers of life. We focus in on the benefits and not the barriers of life. We desire for each and every listener to have a more in-depth relationship with God and with his word. We are here to strengthen that horizontal relationship that you and I have with the word of the Lord so that in turn, it can empower that vertical relationship that you and I have with our Father who is seated at the right hand of God making intercession for you and I. We want you to stay connected with us at Empowered Living. We have information that you're going to see on the screen. You can connect with us through our social media platforms. You will see them again on the screen. We have YouTube. We have a website. We also have Facebook as well. So we just encourage you to come alongside of us and to partner with us as we come together and we formulate this community. We formulate this tribe of empowered men and empowered women that are standing on the word of the Lord, that will not bend, that we will not bow, but that we will continue to be a force to be reckoned with, and we will continue to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hey, listen, I don't want to take up a whole lot of our time doing that introduction. It let us go right into the word of the Lord. Go ahead and get your Bibles and your iPads, and we're going to be speaking about a subject today that I think is more so of a revision of it. I think it's a refresher, but I believe through it all, it's going to encourage all of our hearts because it has encouraged me just as I have meditated on the word of the Lord. I want to talk about knowing the season that you are in. Knowing the season that you are in. Now, we've heard uh messages and sermons and, and, and probably even read self-help books about understanding and discerning the times that we're in, um, how our life, you know, ebbs and flows. But I, I want to revisit it. I, I want us to look at it from a fresher perspective. I want you to look at it from your perspective. I want you to look at it from your seat Okay, I want you to see it, not from the passenger seat. I don't want you to see it from the back seat. I want you to see it in the driver's seat, following along the path that God has specifically designed for you. So we're going to be starting from Ecclesiastes chapter 3, very familiar passage of scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, but can I just go ahead and put a plug in? for something really quickly, I want to put a plug in for you to get your Bible. I know we have the app. I know we have, you know, all these different versions of the Bible that's available in these different app platforms, but I'm going to tell you something. It's nothing. It's nothing like having the hard back word of God. Yes, 
I am your auntie, okay? I'm talking to you right now, straight with no chaser. You need to get you a Bible, B-I-B-L-E, because in the B-I-B-L-E is L-I-F-E, which is life. Okay, you see mine here. I got some highlights going on. I got some um, tabs that's going on on the side. It's not a very thick one. This particular one that I have, this one that I have is something that's a, a small, a slim version of it. You can go again to Barnes and Nobles. And yes, do I have my iPad? I most certainly do. I got my iPad right here as well. But there's nothing like having the hardback copy of the Bible. So again, this your auntie talking to you now, okay? This your auntie saying, go get yourself a Bible, all right? Because you all need one. Now, let's go ahead and get to the word. Ecclesiastes chapter three, right? Verse one. And I want you to annotate now. You're taking notes. Hopefully you're taking notes. Ecclesiastes chapter three, verses one through 22. This is what I want you to read after we spend our time together. But today, because of the sake of time that we have and the things that I want to explore with you, I just want to read a few passages of this scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter three, verses one uh, and going on, it says, for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. So here we're dealing with seasons and we're dealing with time. Now we know time is endless, right? Time continues on, but seasons are a bit different. We don't have one season that continues on forever. We're not always in a winter. We're not always in a summer. We're not always in a spring and we're not always in a fall, but we are in time. So the scripture says, for everything, there is a season, that's one aspect, and there is time, which is continuous, for every matter under the heaven. So this lays it out for you and I, to let us know while we're on this side of life, okay, understand something, while we're on this side of life, time is going to continue to move on, and we're going to continue to have seasons. Can I get an Amen. It's a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up what is planted. Isn't that interesting? A time to plant, but then there comes a time, because we always talk about when we plant something, we always talk about what? We talk about the season of reaping that's attached to it. But what about when you plant something and it's time to pluck it up? Why would you even pluck up something that you have already planted? Hmm. See, la. Pause and think on that. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather those stones. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Do you see the content that is layered in this scripture? You can spend a whole year, we could spend a whole year just unpacking and looking at the providence and the sovereignty of God that is exuberated, 
that is enlightened for us, that is nestled within this particular scripture. So we know that there is a season and that there is the timing of God. Now, do we understand where that is? Do we understand where we are in that process? Psalms 31 and 15 says, my times are in your hand. Rescue me from the hand of my enemies and my persecutors. So that lets us know there is a time that we're going to go through spiritual, intensive spiritual warfare. There's going to be a time when the adversary is going to heighten his attack against you and I. And, and, and when we understand the season that we're in, then we can be better prepared for that season. See, go with me when we talk about the spring, the summer, the winter, and the fall. For those that live in climates where there are four seasons, you understand that you have your winter season where you have your winter coats. And you pull those coats out or you have those coats prepared because you know that winter is coming because of where you are located. And when winter comes, you gather out those garments and you wear them appropriately because of the temperature that you are in. Now, when summer comes, you take those winter garments and you place them away because it is now summer. So you put on your summer garments. Now, as I said in Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 at the beginning, time continues to move forward, but there are the different seasons that we encounter along with that time. And it's important for you and I to know the season that we are in. We understand and know that weeping may endure for a night, but joy come in the morning. When we talk about weeping may endure for a night, what is your night season in your season? What is your night season and your season? Because every season, there is a night season. <laughs> I know people try to tell you when you're in your summer season, there's no night season. When you're in your spring season, there's no night season. See, that's where we get messed up, if you will. That's where we, we take the, the, the scripture out of context because we believe that when we're in that season that we're not going to experience anything that's contrary to the season. But I want to take you back to the winter season. You know, in the winter season, there are times where the temperature gets a little bit hotter. There are times in that winter season where there may be a week or two or a few weeks at a time where the temperature goes up. It goes up to maybe 70 degrees and ideally or, or situationally when it comes to being at winter season, your temperature average is maybe 40, 30 or could be even below that. So when you have a, a gauge of increase in temperature, but you're yet still in that same season. Are you with me? Same thing in the summer. The summer season, yes, is hot, 
But then sometimes there's rain that comes in that summer season, just like there's rain or either snow that comes in that winter season. So every season that we find ourselves in, understand something, you're going to have some weeping that may come. Now, your weeping may not be where you are strolling down in tears, but your weeping may come when you may shed a tear or two because of a situation. So I want to free somebody right now where you think that because of the season that you're in, God, this is my summer season. And from what I understand and know that nothing is supposed to come against my summer season. No, let me share something with you, my son, my daughter, my brother, my sister. Understand that every season that we go into, that there is an adversary that's going to be there. And we, you and I must understand that we have to do what David did as he encouraged himself in the Lord. We have to continue to encourage ourselves in the Lord and know that this too shall pass. This season shall pass. How do we know? We know because the word of the Lord tells us in Ecclesiastes 3 and 1. He says that there is a time for everything. And in that time of everything happening, we are in our seasons of life. Are you with me? So do you know the season that you are in? You see, sometimes when hard times come, when hard times come, we forget about the fact that this is just a season that we're in. We forget about the fact that the word says that there's a time to and there's a time not to. Galatians 6 and 9 says, and let us not grow weary of doing good for in do what? Come on now, season, we will reap if we do not give up. And you've heard it already where people say, you know, there are four seasons, but there's a fifth season called your due season. Let us not grow weary of doing good for in the due season, that's a guaranteed season that's going to happen in your life. That's guaranteed. Why is guaranteed? Because it says if we don't give up, somebody's on the verge right now of you wanting to give up because you are in a season and you weren't expecting certain things to happen and that they're happening. Are you in a season that seems to be extended? You know, sometimes we are in those seasons that's extended seasons, right? We want the winter to go away so that we can go right into the spring. But sometimes that winter will stay with us just a little bit longer than what we actually wanted it to do. But we must understand that it says what? In the due season of time. Again, I'm speaking to someone that's about ready to give up. Let's talk about the season that you may be in as it relates to your relationships. Can somebody say relationships? The due season, that's the season that you are in as it relates to your relationships. As we go back up to Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, it talks about those relationships really that we see layered in Ecclesiastes 3, 1 uh, and through 22. It says that there is a time to heal and a time to break down, a time to plant and a time to pluck up. So I want to share with you about your relationships. Relationships go through situations. There is no relationship that you and I ever are going to be in where it is absolutely rosy the whole entire time. I know somebody may be like, no, I don't believe in that. You know, I believe when the Lord brings somebody my way that we're going to have nothing. We're just going to be smelling the roses, you know, and, and eating the caviar and just having ourselves a good time. Let's get back to reality. 
Every relationship has its troubles. Every relationship go through a season where you are blissful, you have that honeymoon phase that's going on. And then after that, life comes in, right? You start to find out about, you really didn't realize about that little crooked tooth is up to the left-hand side, right? You didn't really look at that crooked tooth. But all of a sudden now, you know, six months in, man, I didn't realize she had a crooked tooth. Man, I didn't realize he had a crooked tooth. Uh-huh, come on. Because we look so, we're looking only at the good things in that relationship. So we missed all of that. Not that that's important because it's not important at all. I'm just using it as an analogy here. But the relationship is now changing. Why? Because that season in that relationship is moving forward. So now you're finding out things about each other that you did not know about each other. You're discovering things that say, mm, now I don't know about that. There are things that may be coming in your spirit right now that are red flags about the relationship. Now, there was a time in the relationship where things were going well, but now there's some red flags. You're seeing some control issues. You're seeing some insecure issues. You're seeing, you know, that motivational issues are starting to come up in this relationship. And these are all little sparks. Okay. And when sparks happen, if they all, if they're not uh, extinguished, they become what? A flame. So you got to understand and realize the season you're in in that relationship. Is it a season in that relationship that you need to continue? Or is it a season in that relationship that you need to say, okay, you know what? There was a time, Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, there was a time where this worked for me, but now it's not working for me. And it's time for you and I to move on. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, divorce your husband, divorce your wife. I'm not coming at you from that regard. But what I am speaking about, too, is also those that are single. Those that are desiring a mate. You're out here and you're meeting others. You know, you're, you're looking and, and you, you know, the, uh, the Bible says he that finding a wife, finding a good thing. And so you're looking out here, you know, you're like, okay, I'm looking for my good thing. And you are, are like, um, uh, um, you're like a Ruth, you know, um, you are, you know, in the field and you're gleaning and here comes somebody. All right. You meet them. Same seems like things are, are going well, but you're meeting the person that they want you to meet. After a while, you're going to meet the person that they really are. When you first meet somebody, you're meeting the person that they want you to meet. But as you are in that relationship, Okay, come on now. You're going to see and realize who the person really is. And then you have to make a decision if you want to spend your time, if you want to spend this part of your life, because understand something, we're not getting time back. If you want to spend this portion of your life, of your time with this individual, you have to make that decision. But again, it's about relationship. Now, let me move on to maybe friendships. You have a friend. You have to look at it, analyze where you are in that friendship, where you are in that sisterhood, where you are in that brotherhood. And there are friendships and sisterhoods and brotherhoods that last, my God, an entire lifetime. And you can think about now, you can go back 30 years and or 20 years or 10 years and five years and you still have that friend 
that through all the seasons of life, just like God, through all the seasons of life, but God is, God is going to stick with you closer than a brother, okay, closer than a sister, because that's what the word of the Lord says. But you know what I mean when I talk about it, okay? So that person that's in your life, that's theirs, they say, um, you hear them say, they used to say, you're ride or die. But then there are other relationships that you come in contact with that you got to understand, okay, is this a friendship? Is this an acquaintance ship that I'm in? I don't know if that's correct or not, but I'm going to say it anyway. Is this an acquaintance ship? Is this a friendship? Is this a temporary ship? Okay. <laughs> you need to determine that. And it's okay. Because then you establish those boundaries in those relationships so that you don't have an expectation or they don't have an expectation that you're not going to be able to fulfill and everyone is upset about something. And understanding when those relationships and when those friendships and when those temporary ships and when those acquaintanceships, when it's time for them to sail on off, you've got to understand that too. And understand something, what I found is so beautiful about relationships as well. As if there's some relationships that may just simmer right on out for a season. It may be a season where you don't talk to that person that maybe you all were really connected with. It could be five years. It could be three years, two years, 10 years. But then something occurs and you come back together. And when you come back together, it's like you didn't even miss a beat. Do you have you ever had people like that in your life? where you can pick up the phone five years, four years later, and then when you speak to them, it's like you've never missed a day of speaking with them. Why? Because of the season. That was a, it's a long season of relationships. You're there for each other through your summer, your spring, your, your winter, and your fall, and it continues out through years and years. But there are some relationships, and I say that to you because the audience that I share with, I mean, you know, um, I want everyone to hear the message. But I also want to empower men and women that also are believers. When men and women that, you know, uh, uh, have accepted Jesus as their Savior and you are walking this out and you're trying to figure out now, Lord, you know, I know how I used to be B.C. before Christ. Here I am A.D. after death. And it seemed like I'm still dealing with some of this stuff that I was dealing with before Christ. Now, now what's going on with these relationships? And there are times in which what does the scripture tells us to do? It says there's a time for us to embrace and a time for us to refrain from embracing. There's a time when you and I need to pull back and ask the Lord himself, okay, God, if I'm seeing a pattern in these relationships, why am I attracted? What is it about that spirit that's attracting me to that spirit, okay, or attracting me to that person that it seems like I keep going through this cycle, this hamster wheel of situations as it relates to relationships. And God, he's so wonderful that he will share with you. He will tell you. He will work on your character. He will work in you. Now, that's not to say that you're a bad person because none of us, we're not bad. You're not bad. I'm not bad. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you know already that there are aspects of your character of your behavior that you need God to heal. And it stems from situations that's happened from your past experiences. 
It's like when I touch a stove, I know the stove is hot. So I'm not going to go back and touch that stove again. In some of your relationships and your experiences, you've been burnt. So you don't want to go back and touch that experience again. And I understand that. And God understands that. But you got to take that burn to Jesus. You got to take that first degree, second degree, or third degree burn. You got to take that to Jesus. And you got to allow him to heal that. Now, you may have a scar because a scar is just a representation to let you know that you got a testimony, my, my sister, my brother. But through that, though, you've got to go on and move on. So knowing the season that you're in as it relates to your relationships, knowing the season that you're in as it relates to who you are as a person, who you are as an individual, how you are growing, you should be growing through your relationships, even though some of them may have been some trials and some tests and left you battered and left you bruised, excuse me. The Bible says that when we fall into these diverse temptations and these diverse trials, that it works up perseverance. Go to Romans chapter five. It works up your perseverance. It brings forth your strength. It talks about your faith. It builds your faith. Romans 5. Now go take a look at it for yourself. It builds your faith up. And understand that you're going to come through. And you're going to come through on the other side. You're going to come through through the other side. And there are going to be some seasons and some times. You're not going to have all the answers to it. But that's okay. Because God has all the answers. There's a time. Let's go back. A time to be born and a time to die. Time to plant, a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill, a time to heal. A time to break down, a time to build up. A time to weep, a time to laugh. A time to mourn, a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 2 verse 21, he changes the times and the seasons. He removes the kings and he sets up kings. Come on. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. Don't you know through just this scripture here, God knows the time and the season that we're all in. He sets us up to move up in our seasons. He gives us wisdom. That's what I was talking about. The seasons that you go through, that we go through. You and I should come out wiser. We should come out more knowledgeable. He said to those who have understanding, which means you have to open up your mind and your heart and your spirit to what the Lord is speaking specifically to you about your season and your situation. He says here that Psalms 1 and 3 says, Psalms 1 and 3, he is like a tree that's planted by the streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither and all that he does, he prospers. This is what our God wants me to leave with you. That you understand and know the season that you are in. And in the season that you're in, it's an opportunity for growth. It's an opportunity for development. It's an opportunity to uproot. It's an opportunity to plant. It's an opportunity to water. It's an opportunity to blossom. 
Now it's up to us what we do with that soul, S-O-I-L, as it relates to the S-O-U-L. What are you sowing, S-O-I-L, in your S-O-U-L, your soul? Know the season that you are in. Thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast. If you'd like to stay connected with Robin Sherrod Deliverance Ministries, visit us at robinsherrod.com. Partner with us for weekly devotionals, candid conversations, Q&A, and a behind-the-scenes look at ministry life. We'd love to hear from you on social media and look forward to connecting with you next week.